Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansburg, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed time together. Speak to us in a way that will understand. Let our time in your presence truly be a blessing to us and to the body of Christ. We thank you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, please sit down. Okay. Pastor Merlin. How are you doing? Please remember for us to deal with this guy after service. Amen. John chapter 10. John chapter 10. Just a quick um, Bible lesson. Amen. And then, but it's good to see all of you on a Wednesday. It takes very long for Wednesday to come. It's not easy at all. I think this has been the furthest Wednesday <laughs> I've ever had. <laughs> because I started waiting from Sunday for Wednesday, and Wednesday never came until it came. But I'm glad it's here. Amen. Amen. Good. Uh-huh, this is the guy I'm looking for. John chapter 10. I want to talk about shepherding, all right? Can I talk about shepherding? Yeah. And Connie is here, so it's a good time to talk about shepherding. Amen. Yeah, and maybe for, the, for about some four weeks, I'll be talking about shepherding. Amen. John chapter 10. Jesus is our example. John chapter 10, verse 10. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Amen. Verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. All right? When you don't know what to do, you just do what Jesus did. Amen. Amen. The best way to be in the will of God is to copy Jesus. Jesus is our best, best example. All right? And Jesus was a shepherd. And he was a good shepherd. So it's important that to follow Jesus, for us to, number one, become shepherds, and number two, be good shepherds. Amen. 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 Be good at it. Amen. Be good at it. Not only be shepherds. It's a blessing. Like, I mean, if you put somebody who's a shepherd here, and somebody who's not a shepherd here, and you ask me, which of them is in the will of God? I'm more likely to say the shepherd is in the will of God. Okay. But if you put a, 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 because Jesus was a shepherd. Psalm 23, David said, the Lord is my shepherd. So the Lord also is a shepherd. But now if you put two shepherds here and one is a good shepherd and one is not a good shepherd. <laughs> do you get like, I mean, you are going to the doctor and there's a good doctor and then a not so good doctor. Who would you want to go to? Yeah. One day, I went to see a dentist. I needed to pull out a tooth. Okay. Now, as you grow up in life, some things will need to be pulled out. So, I went to a dentist. Unfortunately for me, I went to a young dentist. When I say young, I mean... You could see that she was starting out. So, and I didn't know because it was my first time going to a dentist. Many of you have not gone to, how many of you have gone to a dentist before? Really? You guys go to dentists like that. Is there a free government service or something? Ah. Really? No, you guys are joking. No, not that you went with somebody. You are the patient. 
Oh, then God has also been good to me. <laughs> because the first time I ever went to a dentist is less than two years ago. No, I didn't need one. It's by the grace of God. Anyway, I'm sharing my experience with you. So I didn't know much when it comes to dental. So once she was talking to me nicely, I said, oh, she will get the job done. Look, I... <laughs> <laughs> Look, God is wild. She did everything. I don't know which tool she did not put in my mouth. From a crowbar, a, a jack, a wheel spanner, a, a screwdriver, a hammer. I, look, anything you can think about, she put some in my mouth. I'm telling you. Even, uh, <laughs> I'm sure if she had a chainsaw, she would have put a chainsaw. Look, after about an hour and a half of torture, she decided that she, she's giving up. And then also she had moved the tooth. So, I'm telling you, but she couldn't, she, she, I mean, she was, so she called an experienced a specialist. Um, all these people have somebody they call. So she called, and then the person said, they said, I should come. Fortunately, the practice and the hospital, they were just close by. Then I went. Now, this experienced guy, he just came, took a look, said, okay. Yes, and he gave an injection. Then he went to finish with another patient. Then he came, and he just, in about five minutes, we were done. Oh, crap. No, we were done. That's, and this man is an old man. Old and experienced man. Now, that day, I saw the difference between dentist one and dentist two. Look, I remember where the practice, anytime I drive in front of that place, I said, this is where the girl almost killed me. At. <laughs> so, I'm saying that. Anything, when you have to choose, you want to choose a good one. Do you see? When you don't have an option, you just take what is available. But when you have an option, you want to choose the good one. Now, when it comes to being a shepherd, it will also be good for you to be a good one. One, for you to have a good shepherd. And two, for you to also be a good shepherd. So that whoever is the sheep you are taking care of can say that you are dentist two. How many of you want to go to dentist one? I can give you dentist ones now. Since most of you have been to dentist before, I'm sure when you get there immediately, me, I was a novice, so I didn't know. But you, you will know that, ah, no, this one. Mm, she can't use me to learn the trade. <laughs> Now, some of the sheep are also crying that they don't want to go to shepherd one. They want to go to shepherd two. Why? Because shepherd one is not as good as shepherd two. That's why my prayer is, and, and, and my hope is that we will all become good shepherds. So that whoever God blesses us with, it will be a good caring experience for the person. Who is a shepherd? A shepherd is somebody who cares for God's sheep. So who am I talking to? I'm talking to you. Because at this point of your Christian work, by all means, there should be somebody you are caring for in Christ. Amen. Amen. By all means, there should be somebody you are caring for. At whichever, so a basenta leader is a shepherd, a Basanta leader is a shepherd, a center leader is a shepherd, a pastor is a shepherd, a potential shepherd. Once you are, you are caring for somebody, you are the person's shepherd. In Matthew 9.36, Jesus said, the Bible says, when Jesus saw the multitude, his heart was broken. Why? Because they scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. So when there is no shepherd, God's sheep scatter. God's people scatter. And it is the shepherd's responsibility to keep them together and to watch over them. You are that shepherd that the Bible is talking about. 
in verse 37, Jesus said, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Then he gave them an instruction. Pray ye the Lord of the harvest, verse 38, that he will send more laborers. This word laborers is more shepherds. More shepherds into the vineyard. So God is looking for people to be shepherds, to care for his people. Remember that the people that God has given to us to care for, he's, 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 he gave his son up for them. They are not just riffraffs moving around that God has no use for, and then he said, okay, handle them like that. Sometimes we have some relatives, you know, they are always causing problems in the house. We don't know what to do with them in the house. So we have one uncle who went to the army. So you said, go and live with that uncle. He can't take this nonsense. Even sometimes when parents live in different places and you are causing too much problems at your mother, your mother ships you off to your father because your behavior is just like your father. Go and, go and behave there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Best of the same feathers go to him. How many of you have experienced something like that? Not you. It didn't happen to you. You have just seen some before. Okay, how many of you have seen it on TV, TV before? Uh-huh, so you understand what I'm saying. That's all. I just need you to understand. I'm saying that these people are not people that God was rejecting, that he gave them to us. They are precious people to God. And he has given them the, their care to us. So it's important for us to take it seriously and not joke with it. Can I get an Amen. So for the next few weeks, I want to talk about shepherding in an attempt to help all of us to sharpen our shepherding skills. Amen. And I want to talk about tonight, I want to start with shepherding assignments. Shepherding assignments, Psalm 23. Shepherding assignments. What's an assignment? An assignment is a duty, a chore, a responsibility given to us. Or giving to somebody. Amen. An assignment is like homework. Alright? And I'm preaching from this book, chapter number 19 of this book, The Art of Shepherding, written by the Bishop Doug Hayward Mills. Alright? This is my guide here. Just in case you are watching us on YouTube, it's from this book, Art of Shepherding, written by Bishop Doug Hayward Mills. Alright? Shepherding assignments. So, shepherding assignments refer to assignments for shepherds. Things that shepherds must do. Things that pastors must do. Amen. You know, my son was telling me of um, some people in his class that he does Africans with. Okay? And, you know, my son doesn't speak Africans. So, he learns it to do it. And he always looks at the people who, who understand the language and can speak the language. And then he's doing better than they do. I mean, he uses all his energy in the world to do that particular. You, if you want to see him stressed, it's when he's going to write Africans. Because all the things he's learning, he doesn't understand. He's just learning it as it is in the book. And then he sees people who they speak the language, they understand the thing, yet they don't do well. And they understand recently you're telling them, from what these people are getting, means even their assignments, they didn't do it. Even just simple assignment that they'll give in class, go and do it, and they don't do it. And he wishes he could just understand the language so that he can really do well in it. You know? Oh. Sometimes shepherds have assignments and they don't do it. That's why they don't do well. Simple assignments that we've been given, we don't do. That's why we don't do well. Now let's look at it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down. So immediately you can see the things that the Lord as a shepherd is doing. It says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. 
He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk to yea, though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anoints my head with oil and my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, this must be the testimony of everybody you shepherd. That person must be able to say, goodness and because of your shepherding skills, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell here forever. If you are my shepherd, then I'm confident that goodness, like goodness means goodness. And mercy means mercy. It will follow me. That my experience will just be filled with goodness, which is good things, and mercy. All the day, I will have a good experience. I will have a good life. I will have a good outcome for my life. And then I don't want to go anywhere else. If I am with you, why should I go anywhere else? But some shepherds are a bad experience. Amen. Some friends are a bad experience. Some wives are a bad experience. Some husbands are a bad experience. One day a wife came to see me. She said to me, I'm leaving my husband. So I said, where are you going? (laughs) She said, I'm leaving my husband. In fact, when she said, I'm leaving my husband, when she said I was bored, so I said, okay. (laughs) I said, I I just, she sent me a WhatsApp message. I replied, okay. I mean, what type of life is this? Every day you threaten us, okay. I mean, what? So I met her a few days later. Then I asked her, have you left your husband? So I sat down with her and said, no, you don't just live like that. But as we were discussing the issues, I asked her, what's the problem? She said to me, anything that I tell him that I like, that's the thing he would not do. He said, if, I, if he buys me flowers... And I'm happy. So I really love flowers. He won't buy it again. If he makes tea for me in bed, and I said, oh, thank you very much. I like it. He won't do it again. Again. So I, I, I called the husband. Now I gave the wife an advice. And then I gave the husband also an advice. But I don't know which of them. I called the husband. I said, oh, brother, you too, why? <laughs> I asked, I asked, I said, brother. <laughs> I turned to the dearest guy around you and said, brother. No, not brother, not brother. No, 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 please. I didn't say brother. I said, say brother. Uh-huh. You too, why? <laughs> so I said that. Look, we as men, we wish we had somebody who would just tell us what they want. Our biggest hurdle is to find what the wife wants. And we will just do it. If we will do it, you will be tired. Because we, all we want is peace and a good experience. Husbands, amen. However, we don't have. And you are blessed that she has told you that this is what I want. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. So I, I said to, you see, all these things about your wife wanting to leave you is because she's having a bad experience. 
But if you can give her a good experience, she will dwell with you for the rest of her life. Then I met the, the wife. Then I said, you two sister, why? You know that opener. If you tell him that you like hot chocolate, from that day, every day, he will bring coffee. So, just say you like coffee so that he will bring hot chocolate. Is that not simple? Anyway, but I'm saying that you, some people can be a good experience and some people can be a bad experience. And my prayer is that the shepherds that God is raising in this church, any sheep that comes under our care will have a good experience. A good experience. A good experience that they will say, surely, without a doubt, without a doubt, for as long as you are my shepherd, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Hallelujah. So I want to look at a few shepherding assignments, which is duties of a shepherd, basically. And the first one is, the first assignment of a shepherd is to be tender and gentle. To be tender and gentle. To be what? Tender and gentle. To be what? Tender and gentle. Deborah, what's the meaning of tender? Give us from the dictionary. To be tender and gentle. Tender, please. I'm waiting for dictionary explanations. To be tender and gentle. I said to be what? Tender and gentle. To be tender. We are waiting for the meaning of the word tender. Tender. Now stop thinking of a business, a business opportunity. It says showing gentleness, kindness, and affection. Tender means what? Showing gentleness, kindness, and affection. Amen. Let's all say it. Showing gentleness, kindness, and affection. That is what it means to be tender. Yeah, that's what it means. So when we say a shepherd, we say you are tender. It means you show kindness. You show gentleness. And you show affection. It's as simple as that. Yes. Amen. That's how the church works. <laughs> it's like that. Don't do it and see. You be there and say, if <laughs> you say what you like, don't do it and see. <laughs> Tender and gentle. Give us gentle. And then you see these three words, gentleness, kindness, affection, put it on one side for us. And then give us what, what the Bible, the dictionary means by gentle. Here, we are being shown how to relate with the sheep. It's to, it's to relate to them, being gentle with them. Being kind to them. And have an affection for them. Being affectionate to them. You can't deal with the sheep. I mean, <laughs> you see, when, 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 when. I don't, I don't remember exactly when, but I remember we were in a, uh, we, we were beloved, those in my wife and I. Yes, once upon a time we were beloved. And she said, okay, please pause this side, we'll come back. It says, which one is this? Gentle. It says, having or showing a mild, kind, or tender temperament or character moderate in action effect or degree not strong or, or violent 
Say amen. amen. Say another amen to encourage you. Yeah. I, I hear not Khaled. Moderate in action. Now back to the story. Now my, 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 my beloved then, I don't know what we were doing. Then one day she said to me that I play with her like she's a boy. Are you here or you've gone home? Hey! Because I thought I was a very nice person. No, no, no. I, I thought I was a very nice person. She said I play with her like she's a boy. Oh! That's one. I'll tell you another story. One day I was working with my my children, somewhere, I tried to, at the mall or something. And one of them told me, they were young, one of them told me that, Daddy, when you take one step, we have to take two steps to match your one step. So I should mellow my my steps, which means I, I wasn't taking steps that they could. I was, I was playing with them like they are men. <laughs> Two occasions that I, 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 felt, I felt really bad. That, oh, Charlie, I'm so insensitive. I'm so rough. I'm so hard. The mother, so the mother transported it to the children. <laughs> The, child, the mother is complaining. The children are also complaining. They must be right because the closest people in terms of proximity are these people. Sometimes the way we deal with the sheep is too rough. Genesis 33. It's too rough. And we must learn to be gentle with them. And I think sometimes we mistake him being firm with being rough. Even our style of parenting Either we are overly soft, sad that the children go wayward. The children can do whatever they like. Because the parent is just too soft. Or when the parents realize it, the parent just wants to be overly rough. You see a little child, little five-year-old child, does anything he likes. No, 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 no. It can't be. When there's a parent, you have to control the child. Look, one of these, my children who run around here, were always giving me fans. One day I was standing by the car outside. And then I think, I don't know, maybe she, they, they are giving them too much sweets, overly excited. Then he came to try to kick me or something. Look, as he was coming, as he did, when I look at him, when he saw my face, he just... Yeah, like the matrix, he went. I mean, he reversed his action. I, I, I was wondering, what, what are you? When did I become your kicking mate? And I didn't say anything. I was, I felt him run, so I just turned. Around. So I see, he just pulled the Hey, small biscuits that I give you when you come to my office and chocolate. So now you think you can kick me. <laughs> You'll be shocked. <laughs> but uh, my point is that instead of us being firm, we are either extremely soft and out of control or extremely rough and abusive. And we bring it into our shepherding work also. Where is verse 13? Where instead of being firm and laying down the rules and then being helping them to obey the rule in all gentility, rather we just become rough and harsh towards them. He says, This is when, when Jacob went to meet Esau. He said, And he said unto him, My Lord knoweth that the children are tender. And the flock and the heads are young with, uh, the heads with young are with me. If, if men should overdrive them, 
one day all the flock will die. Sometimes we are too rough. We must learn some gentility. You give them the instruction. Now show them some affection. Show them some love. Try to understand their situation. But every day you are blasting them. Like everybody must come for a blasting. It can't work like that. It's like you, everybody's getting a blasting. Everybody's getting a face. No. Sometimes you even face publicly and then you call everybody one by one and deal with their case individually. Yeah. Because look, if they all see, and of course you must be fair. Because sheep, sheep are like children. Sheep, children, and wives, they are all the same. All of them are the same. They want to see who's, who's in control. If you lose God, they will take control over you. Yeah, they will take charge. Cry. So, the, if, so, so even like the child, when the child comes, they cry to see how it moves you. They say, oh, you are susceptible to cry. Anything they will cry. Sometimes you see they will never cry until visitors come. Because they know that once visitors come, you want them to be of their best behavior. So that's when they will ask for this. That's when they Daddy, can we have this? You don't want to be this. So go and take it. Can we? No. So you have to lay the rule. But after, and, and what is the rule? The rule is the word of God. I said the rule is what? The word of God. After you've laid down the rule, you have to now help. People are different. People are different. You see, shepherding work, eh, it, if it was that, shepherding, shepherding work is not like being a teacher. If you're a teacher, you are teaching everybody in the same grade. But shepherding is said that you have maybe 10 people you are shepherding. They are all at different levels, different emotional levels, different spiritual levels, different academic levels, different uh, intellectual level, different financial level, different emotional levels. The same sheep that you say come, who will run coming, maybe today is having a problem at work. Has had, one day we had a case where one, one of our little girls, she, had, she got angry at her shepherd and then she, she exchanged words with the shepherd or she said something, she answered back something. So, I called her, I said, look, what, what type of behavior is this? It's, it's not nice. What is, what's the problem? And she said, oh, you know, I've gone to write an exam. The exam didn't go well. I said, oh, but is your shepherd the lecturer? Why are you taking out your anger on the shepherd, on the lecturer, on your shepherd? You see, but I understood her case because she had come from a very difficult exam. Just at that time, you are asking her, where are the sheep that I sent you to go and bring? It's like the last thing she wants to hear at this time is a facing. She, she needs somebody to hug her and say, oh, it is well. You, 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 it's not the end of the world. You will make it. Let's trust God. The exam will come out right. But at that time, she comes to meet a blasting straight up. I mean, head on collusion. Boom. So it's like people are, diff- are in different phases of their lives. That's why a shepherd must learn to be gentle. Bring out our meanings. Gentle, affectionate, not violent to the sheep. So that the sheep love to be with you. That's why Psalm 20 says, I will dwell here forever. The sheep must be able to say that I will dwell with you forever. But it takes you being kind, having, ha, ha, showing a mild, kind, or tender temperament or character towards the person. Amen. Yeah. Now, five reasons why you must be. Five reasons. It will throw more light on what we have. Number one. Number one. Shepherds must be gentle and tender because... The children are tender. 
Because their children are what? Tender. Means their children are soft. Verse 30 says, My Lord knoweth that my that the children are tender. Not everybody is strong emotionally. There are some people, look, they under different people understand different languages. There are some people they understand force. I have people like Pastor. If you are if you do anything with them, you are smiling a lot, they won't do it. Yes. You are just smiling. They don't understand smiling. When you are dealing with them, you have to be angry. And when I say angry, I mean angry. Yeah. As you as you are giving a simple instruction you are giving them, you have to say, Hey, listen to what I'm saying. I said, move the thing now. Then they will move it. Bible says, move the thing, okay. Move that thing, okay. They don't they only understand. But some people too, as soon as you raise your voice, they can't even hear it. They, they are confused. They black out completely. As soon as you say, hey, that's it. They are, they are off. They, like the spirit leaves the body. So it says, the children are tender. In every congregation, they are tender people. Sometimes they are tender because of bad experiences. Sometimes also they are tender because they've been pampered all their lives. Sometimes also they are tender because of poor upbringing. Nobody corrected them. I mean, if you see girls who did not live in a home where there was a father, either their father or a father, they don't know how to follow instructions. No, they don't know how to follow instructions. One lady told me, hey, Bishop, I'm going to marry. I said, oh, nice, nice. I'm happy for you. So I said, are you ready for marriage? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I said, okay, let me tell you what is going to happen. The, the, this guy you say you are going to marry, do you see? He will now start and come to and say, look, why is, there, why is there no salt in the food? How can, is this how to cook? I don't like it. Take it. Go and bring another one. She said, You? Bishop, are you sure? I say, yes, I am sure. That's how all husbands behave. <gasps> Bishop. No, Bishop, you are joking. I say, I'm serious. I'm serious. So it's like this. I'm going to marry. I'm going to marry. You are just running into to have a boss. So I ask, are you ready to have a boss? I said, so you have to start thinking and start learning. But if there's a father in the house, you know, a lot of fathers, when they are sitting there, they don't say anything. These are our old fathers. They come and sit at the front with their newspapers and they are reading. The fact that they are sitting there means nobody is going out. <laughs> nobody is coming. Isn't, that's, they, they have not said nobody is going out. But because you have to go through them. So as a young lady, you learn how to stay at home. But when you have not had somebody like that, when you come into real life and now we say, sit down. Say, why? Sit down and say, why? Why? So you have so many people like that. If you shake them a little, they start to cry. Sometimes they start to throw tantrums. Yeah, you start to throw tantrums. You try to correct them. I, do, I remember a young lady, she was getting into a problem. In fact, when I say problem, 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 problem. So, I gave her one advice. I didn't even want to go into the case. I just said, get out of there. Hey, everybody is criticizing me. Everybody is saying that I'm wrong. Everybody is saying that I'm the problem. I, I said, look, stop that, your, your, stop that childishness. The problem will stop. The problem is at this side of the Red Sea. If you come here, the problem will stop. Who set the place on fire? It's irrelevant. What do we want to achieve so that you don't get bent? Leave where the fire is and come here. Come and see my little daughter. No, I want them to catch the person who set the fire. I said, whilst you are there, you will be burning. By the time we catch the person who set the fire, you will be bent. Just get out of there and come here. 
come and see one whole year if we are fighting over getting out of where the fire is. Come to safety. Come to safety first. We'll start the investigations later. But at least come to safety. It's like just by, hey, one instruction you are going to give, the person starts to flare up. Different people. So he says, the, the children are tender. By all means, they are tender people in the system. So be gentle with them. Be gentle with them. Be gentle. As you are correcting them, as you are guiding them, be gentle. Say, it will work. It is well. God is with you. Don't be afraid. It's like that. But if you can say, you, ah, how long do we give you one instruction? Last week I told you this. This week, I, uh, three times. Why? Are you Peter? How many times must he tell you one thing to do? Come on, foolish girl or foolish boy. That's the end. You have broken the person forever. And as shepherds, we must learn some gentility. Because some of the people are tender. Yeah. Some of the people, they just cry. <coughs> Look, the slightest discussion, they just start to cry. It's not anything they will be crying. Then you say, ask for me, I'm not moved by tears. Yeah. Even the other day, I heard Bishop preaching, he said that the six disease, childhood killer diseases, crying is not one of them. So you can cry. Yeah, me, I'm not moved by tears. I mean, if you start crying, I'll give you a chance to cry. But when you finish crying, we'll continue whatever, whatever has to be dealt with. Continue. But, look, be gentle with the people. Be gentle with us. Some of us are too harsh with our sheep. That's why they leave us. Yeah, that's why they leave us. Because you are just too rough. Too, too, too rough. I'm learning to be gentle. I mean, when I first came as the new pastor of the church, I, I took over the church by being gentle. I'm a new pastor. Nobody knows me. And nobody has my credentials. They don't know where I've come from. I can't, they don't even know. I, then I come here. I tell, everything is so nice. Oh, it's powerful. Oh, it's great. They even started to call me Sugar. <laughs> they gave me a name, Sugar. <laughs> Look, one day, one day, somebody who know, knew me from back in the day came for a visit. When he saw me, he, he kept looking at I was wondering what he was looking at. So when he was leaving, he said to me, I want to tell you something. I said, what is it? He said, you are very different. I said, why, why do you say I'm different? So, look, you know, you, it's like you take everything, things that I know that you'd never take. So I said to him that, Everything takes time. Everything takes time. You, the people must love you first. Before you start laying down the law. You have come. The people have not even gotten to know you. You started to lay down the hair. You get away from there. You get out. No, hair. You lose everybody. Everybody will leave you. Because as far as they are concerned, who are you? The church says you are this, but who are you to me? Jesus asked the disciples, who do men say that? And then they started, they said, so who do you also say that? I am. Some of the people are tender. Let's learn to be nice with them. And sometimes don't copy somebody's. I mean, the pastor I took over from, he was a wild pastor. Doesn't take nonsense at all. Not at all. But I told myself, I am not him. I don't have the authority that he has. Perhaps yet. Do you get it? And the relationships that go with it. So allow him to, to, to be the commander in chief. Yes. Yeah. You have not forced to build a relationship with the people you have started to blast them in, they will all leave you. Gentility. 
gentility. Gentility. Gentility. Gentility. If you try to listen to the sheep, you'll be surprised. As you listen to the sheep, you'll be surprised what you will will hear. You'll be surprised. Listen to them. So, I think that this, oh, okay, eh, what else do you think? Oh, okay. You will learn something. If you don't learn anything at all, at least you will learn what the sheep thinks. You will understand the sheep a lot better. Yeah, but you ask for you, you don't listen to anything. It's like, why did it then you start? You don't even ask any question. Hey. And, and, and some of us, too, when we get angry, I mean, it's almost like we cannot be pacified. So, because you were angry with me on Wednesday, for the rest of the month, and it's just 1st of July, you are going to punish me the whole month. Number two, I said I'm giving you five. Five, we are, we are closing. Number two, shepherds must be gentle and tender because there are young ones among the flock and the herd. The same verse, it says, the flock and the herds are with young. With young are with me. The same verse, it says, you are saying the flocks and the herds with young are with me. Some of them are young. Young. They don't understand a lot of these spiritual things. You ask them to pray and they fell asleep. You are calling them demons. <laughs> yes. You have brought a scripture. <laughs> One of you is a devil. Ah, Peter, they, they had worked with Jesus three and a half years. He took them to go and pray. They slept. They slept. They slept. But it's like, you, we don't even consider that some of them, spiritually, they are young. They are young. Look, they didn't have anything to do with God until recently they got born again. Everything is new to them. The new church I'm pastoring, oh, when you see my girls, the dressing that they bring to the church, Oh, they are young. No, it's disturbingly disturbing. Yeah. Oh, no. No, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, no, yes. You understand. And that's their best. They bring their A game. Yeah, that's the best they have in terms of dressing. Yeah. You, 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 when you stand, are we in the nightclub or we are in the church? Yeah. Are we in church or we are in the nightclub? But that's it. They are young. Allow them. They will grow. Allow them. They will grow. If you don't allow them, they will not grow. Yeah. Give them time. When they start to go, a little say, look, this type of your, you don't know which, whether it's a swimsuit or whatever, it's not for church, it's for the beach. Yes. At least respect yourself a bit. Even sometimes some of my pastors dress like that. So why am I blaming new believers? Why should I beat up new believers when some of my pastors... I have to have, I, look, I had to fight with them. So, so I put an embargo on them. Yeah, so I put an embargo on them. So now I'm dealing with young ones, babies. Oh, it will take some time. Can I get an amen? amen. Number three, number three. Number three. Oh, I know. I know. That's why I'm going to number three. (laughs) Shepherds must be gentle and tender because your flock will die if you overdrive them. He said, and if men should overdrive them one day, all the flock will die. All the flock will die. 
if you overdrive them. That's why different services and even how long we preach at the services. Some of the sheep, you overdrive them. They don't even understand any spiritual something. But sometimes we overdrive them. It's like you stretch them too much. I went away with some people to go and pray. You know, I, I said, let's pray 12 hours. We are praying from 6 o'clock to 6 o'clock. Then I explained to them that sleep is part of every long prayer. Look, if you, have, if you, you have not prayed for you to start dozing off to wake up, it's not yet a long prayer. If you are praying 6 o'clock to 6 o'clock in the evening, or 6 in the evening to 6 in the morning, by all means, by all means, you will wake up at a, po- a point of the preaching. Not that you fell asleep, but you will wake up. Yeah. So I told them, we are praying. If I'm coming, I see that you are falling asleep. I won't mind you. I'll just continue. Because I know that the sleep is part of the prayer. The only time it becomes a problem is when you are falling, one falling asleep, it has turned into an hour, <laughs> in two hours. That one, the, 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 the sleepy prayer is too much. Yeah, but we have been praying four hours. Then maybe as you are praying, hey, by, uh, hey, by, and every long prayer, eh? <laughs> if you know people have been praying for, you see the volume will go down. Yeah. When you say, let's begin to pray. Pandalaba kampapaya, tapakaya, kampapa. That's, that's first hour. Second hour. Lipa, popa, pepe. By the time we get to the By the fourth hour. Yeah, it's part of it. Otherwise, you are not praying. But imagine I've decided that these people, look, we are here. We are here. In fact, so I gave them the whole place. So I gave them a few ideas. Let's say, even if you, you are dozing and you go to your room, don't lie on the bed. It's like you have lie, you covered the whole bed. No, no, that one, you sleep for, you didn't plan to sleep for long, but you sleep for long. So you just put yourself at some angle which doesn't help for long sleep. When you doze off some 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20, then you wake up. If I said, let's all be here, after three hours, I'll see that some of the people have, have, have disappeared. I mean, they are lost. They are no more at the campsite. After seven hours, they are lost. When we close, we look for them and we can't find them. You can't find them. We have to make a police case. Last, last time we saw this person was Tuesday. Today is Thursday. We still can't see the person. Next time you call them for a, a retreat, they'll say, no, this retreat, if you go, you will die. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Don't overdrive them. Number four. Shepherds must be gentle and tender because flock, because flocks must be led softly. Verse 14 says, let my Lord, I pray thee, pass over before thy servant. I will lead on softly, according as the cattle that goeth before me, and the children be able to endure until I come unto my Lord in 
It says, soft. Soft. Sheep must be left softly. As soon as sheep feel a ruffle, everything is violent, they just get away. They just want peace. Sheep understand, all they understand is peace. They want peace. So when they see things are rough, immediately, no, they just want soft life. May your sheep have a soft life. Because you are the one leading them softly. Gently. Gently. Hallelujah. Yeah, and number five. Number five, which is what I close with tonight, is lead them. Shepherds must be gentle and tender to lead the sheep like a flock. Okay? Because the flock can only be led as much as the children can endure. Yeah. Because the flock can only be led as the children can endure. Yeah. They can endure. Who is the youngest person in your in your sheep? What can they endure? That should be the pace at which we are walking. You can't, you can't be everybody, every day, all night. Every day, all night. Every day. Meanwhile, some of your people can't even pray in tanks. So when they come, what do they do? What do they do? When they come, what do they do? Soft. Gentle. Soft. Gentle. That's why when Jesus was looking for a shepherd... He, he tests Peter with love. He said, do you love me? He said, I do. Oh, feed my sheep. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you love? Feed my lambs. They are different. Some are lambs. If you say, come on, you want to lead them like horses. Everybody should go. Some of them will fall down and die. Some of them will run over some. And all of them will die. Even some of you are shepherding children, children. You have to be tender with them. We all wonder why when all the children come, they all go to... Look, one day I had a child. The child was not feeling well at home in the night. Then the child started to cry. And when the start, child started to cry, the child, instead of asking, the child didn't ask for the mother, didn't ask for the father, the child asked for the teacher. The child was sick and the child is crying at home. Do you, you see, how many of you have been, not been well in the night before? There's a difference between being, being sick in the day and being sick in the night. When you are sick in the day, you always have people around. In the night, it's only you. It's you and your sickness. So that's when you feel the sickness the most. It's almost like this thing I'm feeling, nothing can be done about it until morning. Yeah, that's there. Can't it be morning already? Yeah. And in the morning, when you wake up, all the people, they don't believe that you were sick. That you were sick and dying. When you even tell them, they don't believe. So this child in the night was feeling the sickness. And the child started to cry. Teacher Brenda. Teacher Brenda. It's like, I, do, I want teacher Brenda. Doesn't want the mother. Doesn't want, wants the teacher. Hey! So I said, by all means, it means the teacher is doing something that the teacher is giving the child some comfort that the child, that tender comfort, love the child. Even my parents don't give me this. If you bring my teacher, I'll be okay. Just bring my teacher. This, my parents, they are the cause of this problem. Yeah. As you are leading the people, lead them in such a way that anything that happens to them, you are the one they are calling for. You are the teacher, Brenda, in their lives. They say, give me teacher, Brenda. I said, no, 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 teacher, Brenda. From today, learn some gentility. Learn some tenderness. Tender means you are not hard. Some of us are hardcore. Hardcore is like we are in the army. 
It's the army that they work, no affection, no emotions, nothing. It's an order, you take it, simple. Yeah. It's the army. But in the church, there is some gentility, emotion, affection, something, love. It's a work of love, a work of love. Let's learn to be gentle. So today we have looked at the first shepherding assignment. God willing, there are four shepherding assignments I want us to look at. God willing, next week we'll continue to look at them. But each one of them, let's go and start practicing them. Some of you have a distant, like a relationship with some of the sheep that, that, that is not well. This is our chance to go and fix it. And shows, even the sheep will be surprised when they come and you are asking, oh, how are you? Because anytime you ask, how are you? After the how are you, there's a blasting. Yeah, after the how are you, there's a blasting. So they'll be shocked that, ah, today's how are you, the punch hasn't come. You know, this morning somebody sent me a message. The person said, said I, I was chatting with the person the day, be, the day before, and then, you know, the way my conversations end. It's like, to be continued. You know, the way it, uh, I, I don't know how to say, okay, goodbye, um, see you later. No, no, no. We are talking. So that's it. And then we'll continue. <laughs> so this morning, the person. The person sent me a message. Hello, Bishop, how are you? Then I said, oh, I responded. I said, I'm well. So I felt that the person was thinking maybe yesterday's conversation is not over. So I said, oh, yesterday I was just checking on you. And then the person also said, oh, no, I know. Yesterday you were checking on me. Today I'm also checking on you. I said, wow. He said, today is my turn to also check on you. I said, wow, so, so nice. Not bad. Not bad at all. I said, oh, really? I said, I'm very well. I'm very, very well. That's it. I'm blessed. Yeah. So we need to restore some of these relationships that we've slapped the people, you've kicked the people. <laughs> some of them cry, you have cursed them. That's why they are not getting a job. You curse them in your anger. <laughs> when you were angry, you curse them. Go and reverse the curse. Please, go and reverse the curse. Where's the kids? <laughs> oh, God. How many gentle shepherds are we getting? How many tender shepherds are we getting? Oh, yes, from today. From today. Look, recently somebody told me, I was discussing somebody with, I was discussing something with somebody. The person told me that, Bishop, you can't keep quiet, who? And the person like the person was shocked that like these issues are pending, but I'm moving like normal, nothing, nothing has happened, everything is okay, and I'm just moving normal. Say, hey, you can really keep quiet. Eh? I say, Oh, it's not a problem. Some of the issues you have to deal with them two years later. You deal with them now, you break the ship. Help them, let them recover first. You want to deal with everything, manje, 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 manje now. No, 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 no. The sun will not go down on this matter. This today, today. Yeah, yeah. Where are you? To wake up, wake up. Let's deal. Let's deal. Wake up. But God is raising gentle shepherds. Gentle shepherds, tender shepherds, shepherds that the, the sheep will be calling for you. They'll be shouting your name and calling and rooting for you. That I want to be with this person. I want to be. David said, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. The house of the, the shepherd. Remember, it starts by saying, the Lord is my shepherd. So, and he describes the Lord's shepherding skills. So at the end, he says, I will dwell in the house of the, the you see, the Lord, that is, you can even replace it with the first, the beginning. Shepherd. That's the shepherd. He's talking, I'll dwell in his house. 
forever. May your sheep say the same about you in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let's bring this discussion to a close. My God. Just for a minute or two, I just want you to pray for yourself. Put your hand on your heart and pray for yourself. Say, Lord, touch my heart that I'll be tender and gentle to the sheep that you have given to me. To the sheep that you have given to me. That I'll be tender. That I'll be tender, Lord. And be gentle. Tender. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Tender. Be tender and gentle. To your flock. In the name Every shepherd here present, Lord. I pray, touch our hearts. Give us loving hearts, tender hearts, gentle hearts towards your sheep, whom you have made us overseers over. Help us. Where we have been rough, where we have been violent, where we have been overly aggressive, where we have overdriven them, Lord, have mercy on us. Teach us by your spirit to lead them gently, softly, tenderly. Lead the young, lead the tender of your sheep as you will lead them. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God is making you tender Amen. and gentle. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.